As you walk up front to give your presentation and you see yourself tripping, falling over a cord, you are becoming very memorable, but perhaps not in exactly the right way. My name is Becky Pike-Pluth. I'm with the Bob Pike Group, and this is a creative training tip on making yourself memorable, but in a good way. So here are four tips for you to distinguish yourself in a positive way. Number one, when you take the stage, taking it with confidence, if you're comfortable in your own skin and you are being yourself versus someone else, you really make a great impression. How can you do that? What is one way like I can help you with is figure out emotionally and what your desired action is, figuring out who you want to be and what you want to represent. So are you there to be hopeful or to be energized and exciting and um, motivational? Am I, you know, concerned? Am I teaching a class on safety and I need to make sure that I get across those safety concerns? You need to know what your emotional goal is and your desired action. And so by figuring out what that looks like, and it's going to look different every single presentation, really can help you come across the way that you want to be. Audience members should leave being like, wow, what is it that you wanted me to care about? I totally got that. Or you really came across confident and I believe that I can replicate what you just did. So that would be one, knowing your end goal emotionally and what you want them to take away. The second thing is to have that opener or that hook, getting them in and somewhat something maybe unexpected or something that's really memorable in the way of curiosity. So I use um, lots of times what we call it the Bob Pike group, an opener that is, it breaks people's preoccupation, allows for networking, it's relevant to the content. You could even use a personal story that is about a book you've read recently, or maybe it's just a great tip that distinguishes yourself and is really valuable. For instance, I just did a presentation on um, PowerPoints via webinar. And one of the first tips I give away that is like an aha to half the group or more is how to use the eyedropper tool. It's super memorable. It's this huge aha. People are bought in right away. I've hooked them in. They want to listen the remainder of the hour. That's step two. Another idea is to make sure you are driving that, not your slide deck. What we say to our participants as they are trainers and heading out is if you have a 96 slide deck, which by the way, we had a client with a 96 slide deck and you have a one hour presentation, let's try to pare it back to 10. What is the actual need to know and the visual that goes with that or the slide that really represents that information? Have your outline, have your notes, have whatever you need for reference, but don't make your slides your reference point. Those should be graphics or statistics that support your presentation. And our fourth and final, we need to make sure that we are smiling, we're moving through the area, we're walking around, we're comfortable in our own skin. Once again, be real, but sometimes you need to be the energy. When I was presenting to a client, um, they were in the insurance industry and some of the energy in the room was like a little bit mm, not so high because they bring with them a, sen a certain sense of uh, just very calm, cool, collected, people that deal with numbers, I don't know, you could generalize that they're a little more calm than perhaps, oh, me. And so I oftentimes will kick it up a notch, not overwhelming, but enough for people to be energetic and excited about what is coming. So 
maybe dial it up just a little bit, but not too much. Another thing to consider in that is don't apologize during your talk or presentation. The reason we don't want to do that is because they may not notice what's wrong. So by saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you guys, that the the handout that you have is missing a page. Ah, so sorry. Guess what? Go with the flow. If it's missing a page, have them use a notes page. So make sure that you're real, that you're also moving through the room. You're using props. You're by, that's what I mean by dialing it up. You're having maybe a prop or not apologizing for that missing page. And of course, we always want to practice beforehand in order to make sure that we're real and that we're not kind of being someone other than ourselves. Thank you for listening to this creative training tip from the Bob Pike Group.